Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Good morning, Sweet World! It's Saturday, May 13th, 2023. I'm J.E. Skeets, clocking in for a little weekend shift here. And that's Luna Bear behind me. Thought about going to the window, thought about looking for the lawn guys, decided not to, and just straight up left the room. That's okay. I'm jumping on here to share some thoughts on last night's two series. You know, when they wrap up, it feels like we need to address them right away. This can't wait until Monday. So solo dolo here on the pod. Hello to everybody joining me live, though, on YouTube. Love to see it on the weekend. All you sickos out there. Really appreciate it. Make sure you like the video. Make sure you comment away as you are. Make sure you subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. We are oh so close to 70,000 subs. So thanks to everybody that has already. And uh, if you have it, come on, get on it. We need to combine the powers of the podcast listeners and the YouTube viewers. And what I mean by that is everybody that just watches on YouTube, they got to go and make sure you subscribe to the pod, leave your five-star ratings and reviews. And then everybody that just listens to the podcast, they got to go and subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. You know, like Hogan and Macho Man coming together, the mega powers. Um, so let's make that happen. Uh, hello, hello, hello. Again, some quick thoughts on last night's two games. Um, we'll start with the Miami Heat, topping the Knicks. 96-92, close one. They take care of business in six games. Headed to the conference finals for the 10th time in their franchise history. Seventh time in the last 13 years. Third time in the past four seasons, which is pretty wild. Uh, so they're going to play game one, um, either in Boston or Philadelphia, starting on Wednesday. And as I'm sure you know by now, they are the second number eight seed in NBA history to go as deep as the conference finals, joining the Knicks. How ironic, who pulled it off back in 1999. Uh, what a game, though. Very close, like I said. Let's just jump right to the end. Uh, not surprising that it's close. That's what the Heat do. 32 clutch wins in the regular season, which uh, Schumann says was tied for the second most over the last nine years. So they've just play a whole lot of these close games. Knicks cut it to what? Two points. Uh, they were down six. We get the uh, elbow there to Brunson's face. So in one possession, it's a two-point game. Jimmy Butler misses a jumper. The Knicks have the ball, a chance to tie, a chance to take the lead, to force a Game 7 in Madison Square Garden. Brunson on fire all game. Uh, goes away from the screen coming from Hart. The Heat, as they had been doing there, throws a double at him. Just leaving, guys. Who cares? Anybody but Brunson. And he stepped through that trap, Brunson did, 
and he could have kicked it out to Hart up top. He's wide open. Again, the Heat have just completely left him. For good reason. The guy went ice cold in the postseason from deep. 6 of 27 from three-point range. After, remember, in the regular season when he came over to the Knicks, the guy couldn't miss. Uh, instead, Brunson sees uh, you know Randall screaming through the lane, coming from the weak side, tries to kick it to him, and uh, too many... Too many hands, too many bodies, and uh, Lowry comes up with the ball. It was just, uh, it was deflating to see Brunson go out like that. Like you almost wish he had just taken a three, taken the jumper, forced the action a little bit more because he was spectacular at 41 points, 14 to 22 shooting. Uh, just didn't help that everybody else on his team sucked in game six. The rest of the Knicks, 51 points. So he had 41, Jalen Brunson. Uh, the rest of them had 51 on 13 for 49 shooting. Oh, 27% for the rest of uh, his guys there. So, uh, like I said, just a, just a bummer of a way to go out for for Brunson in particular, just that play at the end. Because, man, he was dragging this team potentially to a Game 7 uh, like he had done over these last couple of games against the Heat. So, wow. As for Miami... Bam, I thought, particularly played awesome in this one. He had 23 points, 9 boards. Did a great job, actually, when you think about it in this series, of sort of responding after he called himself out after Game 2 and his poor performance in that one. Uh, He sort of, like, just became very, very steady and got a little bit better as this went on for the most part. And Spo, after the game, said it felt like he had 17 rebounds, not 9 rebounds. I agree with that. And do you remember what I was saying about Randall earlier in the series? I was like, the guy gets a lot of rebounds, no doubt. Like, he's a league leader, but does he ever grab a big one? Um, I got some blowback from Knicks fans. Someone did point out that he did grab one big one uh, in earlier in the series, or maybe they were saying the first round. But Bam was exactly what I was talking about. He had some massive rebounds down the stretch in a close, close game. Some big, like two or three just... Went and got him. <laughs> and that's what I'm talking about. It's like, oh, yeah. It's one thing to, you know, fill the box score with 11 or 12 rebounds. How about those ones with two minutes to go when you're exhausted and everybody's, like, fighting for it? Who comes up with those? I thought he was huge. He had that big dunk, too, with, like, a minute to go, um, which was, like, the perfect example of everybody always screaming at their television for these big guys to, like, just go up and dunk it. You know? Don't be a DeAndre Eaton with it. <laughs> uh, and he did. So that was big. I thought he played great down the stretch. And Kyle Lowry, the groat. The greatest Raptor of all time. Another productive game off the bench. 11 points. Game highs of 9 assists. 3 steals. He had 34 assists in this series. He had more steals than turnovers. And the one where he pickpocketed R.J. Barrett, who was like sort of driving you know, baseline to the net. Whoop! Just popped it out so perfectly, so clean. Uh, that was big. That was like with 2.30 to go. Just... Uh, Chef's kiss from Kyle Lowry, uh, helping and contributing in this series uh, to to go along with your superstar in, in Jimmy Butler, and like I said, Bam playing at a pretty good level. So, good game, good good season from the Knicks. I mean, no doubt. Uh, I think it was Ziller pointed out in his newsletter this morning. This was a team that was starting Evan Fournier the start of the year. Cam Reddish, remember him? He was playing. Key minutes they tried, uh, so to to be you know a game or two from the conference finals is uh, is, is pretty damn good. Um, it was just 
nobody could score besides Brunson on this team. And the Heat, did, I mean, and the Heat, like their defense, like obviously flipping in and out of zone, <laughs> loading up on Brunson, especially at the end there, like we talked about, like, holy crap, like they, they were just part, sure. I mean, Randall, honestly, R.J. Barrett, you don't got it going in game six. He was one at 10, I think the box score said. So uh, it was Brunson trying to drag him there, but Miami, damn good win. And I can't believe this eighth seed here is going to another conference finals. Um, I sat on playback the other night with Tass. I brought this up with my buddy Grish. We were watching this one last night. The Heat have three of the remaining four players because the Sixers are technically still alive here. They have Game 7 on Sunday. They have three of the four players in the Eastern Conference that have won a championship. That's it. There's only four of them. Lowry, Kevin Love, Haslam. I mean, he's there, right, on Miami. He's basically a coach, but he's there. Uh, and then P.J. Tucker. I am pretty sure is the only other guys, like of these four teams, well, now three teams left, um, that has a championship. So they got that pedigree there with Lowry and a little love and Haslam, of course, and all his rings. Um, just sort of wild. Obviously, in the West, there's a whole lot more. Uh, well, cut in half now with the Warriors losing. But great, great, uh, fun series. I mean, an ugly series at times, but... Uh, the Heat going there, and we will uh, we'll wait to see who they play with Sunday's lone Game 7 now. Just uh, Philly in Boston. 3.30 start. So all you Succession fans, I know you're ecstatic. I know Mike Zakarian is. He was worried, you know, we're going to have a, a day Game 7, then we're going to have a night Game 7. How am I going to watch Succession? What am I going to do? Well... Now you don't need to worry about it. You're going to have all your Mother's Day festivities in the morning. Then you're going to have a little Game 7 baby on the uh, on the TV at 3.30 Eastern. And then you've got your succession at night. Perfect. What a perfect little Sunday. Might have to swing by the Home Depot. Uh, all right. As for the other game, LeBron's Lakers eliminate the champion Warriors. 121, excuse me, 122 to 101. Blowout there in Game 6. To go back to the conference finals, it is bubble deja vu. Especially if Boston wins on Sunday. All four teams from the bubble in the conference finals would be there again. Ziller asked, actually, if the if the Celtics win in Game 7, and we have these exact teams from the bubble conference finals, do those teams get more credit for their successes in the bubble, like in retrospect? And he even wonders, does the, does the bubble Lakers championship get burnished by extension? It's a worthless but fun thought exercise. So chew on that one. But as for the game, pretty dominant stuff here uh, from the Lakers. The AP report starts six months at six months and a day after the Lakers fell to two and ten to start the regular season. They emphatically eliminated the defending champions to reach the Western Conference Finals. That is pretty crazy. They started two and ten, and they are the Lakers are the first team uh, from the Western Conference to eliminate Steph, Clay, and Draymond in the Steve Kerr era there. And when you think about how they did it with LeBron being, when he was on the bench in this series and the Lakers not struggling at all, they were plus 42, according to uh, Michael the Pod Pina I saw. Uh, that's wild. But LeBron decided, okay, now's the time to have a have a really good game and put this team away. Scored a team-high 30 points. He had nine boards, game-high nine assists, shot 10 of 14 from the field. I thought he went back to like, LeBron bully ball a little bit. I mean, just like attacking Wiggins. 
get into his left hand, finishing inside there. Like, that was like, oh, that was LeBron of a couple years ago, it felt like. Made 8 of 11 free throws as well. He scored the first two points of the game uh, when he cut back door on Wiggins, who sort of slipped. AD found him. And then, I think it was the next Lakers possession, he just, like I said, walked around Wiggins. There was very little resistance there. Hit the left-handed layup. I think that just got him going, seeing the ball go through early, because then midway through the first quarter, stepped into an in-rhythm, wide-open three-pointer. Uh, and when that went down, you're like, uh-oh, this is going to be... This could be one of those uh, games where he's got he's feeling the three a little bit. He's obviously attacking the rim and sort of spiraled out of control there for the Warriors. Then he had the Magic Johnson-like dime to Rui late. Like, he was like... He, he almost... He, he That was like not just an impersonation of magic on the fast break in terms of the actual pass. Watch LeBron's face. He's doing a magic impersonation. This guy is the truest sicko of them all. Um, you know, as the NBA historian that he is. It's wild. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Terms or restrictions apply. So the win gives LeBron his 41st career series win. 41st passing Derek Fisher for the most in history. Uh, He also passed Fisher for the longest streak of series clinching wins at home. He's the sixth player in NBA history to reach 12 12 conference finals. (laughs) 12 conference finals. He's 10-1 in these. Uh, The only one coming when Cleveland lost to the Magic in 09. And he passed Shaq for fourth on the NBA's career playoff rebounds list. So just some more accolades there for the King. Um, Awesome game. Again, like I said, his best or second best game of the postseason so far, uh, I thought last night. AD, solid. You know, nice to see him out there first off after the injury in game five, the head injury. 17 points, 20 boards, two steals, two blocks. Didn't commit a turnover. um, Just... He played great all series. He's been, he's been incredible all postseason. Austin Reeves was the uh, the Lakers' third star. As we keep talking about, it's like LeBron, it's AD, and then like who's it going to be? You know, Reeves has done it a couple times. He did it last night: twenty three points, six assists, five boards. The game felt like it was over when he hit the half court shot, like the fifty footer at the uh, halftime buzzer. It was like, oh, okay. Um, I know, like the Curry tried to keep minute and all that, but ooh, that felt like a weird first first half dagger. Um, so he was four or five from deep, and that was his game. And it was like a you know all postseason. It's we've had Rui moments, Lonnie Walker moments, Austin Reeves a couple times, D'Angelo Russell uh, for stretches in games, uh, Schroeder, you know, oddly getting tossed in this one. A uh, little perplexed with that still, but. Uh, He's had moments and played really well, obviously, stepping into the uh, Vanderbilt role there. So 
Lakers, man. Turns out that was a really good trade. Good trades, I should say. Um, good on you, Palenka. Everybody was wondering why it was taking so long, but they improved this team. And now they're all locked in on defense, and you got LeBron and AD. It's like, holy crap. And they can't lose at home. They're 7-0. and Now they play the Nuggets. They haven't lost at home. So something's going to break here, possibly. I guess it could go uh, Nuggets in 7, and everybody could uh, take care of home court. But something tells me that's not going to happen. LA also snapped Golden State's streak of 28 playoff series with at least one road victory, uh, which was an NBA record that encompassed Steph Curry's entire career. So the Warriors finally didn't win a road game in a series. (sighs) Game six, Clay. We retiring it? Mm, Hurts. It's one of my favorite nicknames, you know? It's one of my favorite weird little things of the NBA. Game six, Clay. He's got all these big game sixes. He was garbage. Another miserable night from the floor. Made three and 19 shots. He averaged, Clay did, 10.5 points per game over the last four games of this series, and he shot 25% from the floor. Somehow a little bit better from three. 27.8%. Um, man. <laughs> he... A man makes a lot of money for that. It's just, he couldn't hit a shot. And on, Curry, you know, a weird game, box score there. He was awesome throughout the postseason. His numbers are wild. But, like, in terms of his three-point shot, uh, the Splash Brothers were like the Crash Brothers here over the last four games. The stats are wild. Curry went 14 of 49, Clay 10 of 36 on threes over these last four games. Those two guys, the two greatest shooters maybe of all time, just both went ice cold from deep, which didn't help their chances. Um, so we'll see. I won't get into like what's next for the Warriors. I'm going to save that uh, for Monday's podcast with the guys. I'm sure that will be a segment of its own. Um, we'll also save the Nuggets-Lakers preview and predictions, which I'll ultimately be wrong about. Don't worry. Um, I should like You guys should be like Venmoing me money if you're a Nuggets fan for me to not pick your team. Same thing for Lakers fans. I, I can't figure it out right now. I had a bad second round, no doubt, when it came to predictions. I didn't have the Lakers winning, and I did not have the Heat winning. Though I guess maybe... I was going to say maybe a lot of people uh, were in the same boat, but I guess there were a lot of people. You know, Trey took the Heat, so kudos to him. Um, but anyway, you should be Venmoing me money to not pick your team right now. Nuggets-Lakers, though, that starts on Tuesday night. We'll preview it on Monday's pod Uh, So again, make sure you subscribe and hit the like button and all that good stuff. Um, Yeah, those were the games. I mean, the second one, you know, after Reeves hit it, you're like, okay, they are in control here. And uh, this, this is it. This is the Warriors dynasty. Is it coming to a close? Is it over? Is Draymond gone? Uh, Do they run it back? I mean, again, we'll save this conversation, but it is fascinating. It's like you have Curry, who has still shown us that he's top five player. Um, And when you have that, you should be doing everything in your power to try and give him an opportunity to win a championship. Um, But these are huge, huge contracts. These are guys in Draymond and Clay who have taken a step back. I mean, you know, some because of injury, some because of just age, you know, father time, undefeated, all that, but... What do you do? And did they did they botch it with 
how they try to integrate these young guys, you know, no Kaminga here, like, you know, in the doghouse, the whole Wiseman thing. And then, oh yeah, Jordan Poole, who did not have a good game. Surprise, surprise. Uh, again, so. Uh, lots of decisions to be made. And who's even making the decisions? Is Myers gone uh, in their front office role? Feels like he is. Uh, he's podcasting, isn't he? Is that still happening? I can't remember. And how about all those celebrities? Nora was pumped that Bad Bunny was there with Kendall Jenner. And there's a meme from it, which is mm, so good. Him leaning in. Her looking a little disinterested. But who else? We had Jack Nicholson there again. Uh, Elon Musk. Lewis Hamilton. Shout out to No Breaks. Uh, uh, oh, Kim Kardashian. Michael B. Jordan. Uh, Trey Young, if you want to include him in the mix here. Woody Harrelson, Dr. Dre, Tyler the Creator. Star-studded affair. That was for the second round. Who's going to be there for the conference finals? Against the Nuggets. One versus seven in the West, and will it be two versus eight or three versus eight? Who do you guys have winning on Sunday? Does anybody believe in the uh, Philadelphia 76ers? Pulling this off again in Boston. I mean, they won a couple times in this series. Um, or do you agree with Tass, who said on Friday's podcast that uh, that was their opportunity there in Game 6, and they are toast? I hope it's not a blowout. I hope we get a very entertaining game at the at the very least. And Celtics usually, they're good for that, right? They might even have a lead and give it back midway through the fourth quarter. A couple boneheaded turnovers from Smart, you know, something like that. Um Hope it's close. Hope it's close. Uh, sorry, I haven't been obviously watching the comments here because I'm trying to do a bit of everything, but you guys are all chiming in here. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, that's all I got, guys. Again, not a whole lot more to say. Game seven on Sunday and uh, the, um, the No Dunks podcast on Monday morning to recap that and then to start looking ahead to these series. Western Conference starts on Tuesday. Eastern Conference, um, Conference Finals starts on Wednesday. So, we are down to four in a hurry here. The playoffs are so weird. It feels like there's a million games on. feels like it takes forever. But it's also gone in the blink of an eye. And it's like, oh, okay. You know, we are... I hate to say this, guys. There's a maximum of 22 games left. Max! That's it. Wild, when you put it that way. And we need two more wedgies still. Ugh. We need to set the all-time record. We need a Mother's Day wedgie in Game 7 to at least tie the record of 58 in a season. But we know we want to break it. We're going to break it. We're going to break it. We're going to break it. Tuesday, we got the draft lottery, guys. Good call. The Wemby draft. Who's going to get him? We'll find that out on Tuesday, uh, Tuesday night. We might do a playback for that, um, actually. I think we were throwing around that idea. That could be fun. Just shoot the shit while we uh, find out which team logo is in a particular card and who's representing the teams. That's half the fun, isn't it? Uh, yeah, we'll do that uh, on, on Tuesday night. We'll set up a playback. So we'll call it there. Again, thanks everybody for joining me live. Really, really appreciate it. Um, good luck to you Sixers fans. Good luck to you Celtics fans. And uh, join us on Monday, as I said, as we start previewing and predicting uh, the conference finals series. 
which um, uh, should be good. Both of them should be, you know, Heat versus either of those teams. You know, this is like a destiny run here for that squad. And then Nuggets, Lakers, run it back from the bubble. I am very excited to see Jamal Murray in L.A. under the bright lights with all those celebrities. I have high hopes for that. AD, if there's anyone on the planet that can maybe slow Jokic, you would think it'd be him, the level he's playing at defensively. But then again, Big Honey can't be stopped. There's LeBron. There's, you know, can, you know, Aaron Gordon contain him? Uh, Michael Porter Jr., probably less so, but holy crap, it should be a great series. We've got KCP going against his old bubble championship team in the Lakers. Some fun, fun storylines in that. But anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. Everybody, enjoy your Game 7, baby, on Sunday. Happy Mother's Day to all you moms out there, and uh, we will see you on Monday. Till then, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. All right, guys. Thanks for joining me. We'll see you on Monday. Peace. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.